Like for me, for instance, I like playing chess. You know what I'm saying? And no, you don't. That could be Shut seen. up. I ain't never I know played you do. chess. I love playing chess. chess. He busts my ass. I play chess. He busts my ass in chess. Nigga, come he, see yo, me. Come see about me, dog. Yo, I had no I idea. I play chess all the time. What? Pull up with the smoke. Look, he look dumber than he is. He can actually play chess <laughs> on some real yo, shit. Damn. I promise you. <laughs> no, no, he's my guy. And I, and I love him. I mean, I don't know how dumb he look, but I do know that I love a good chess game. But Shake, no. It's love, but I really thought because of how Shake looks, in terms of you know he's my friend, I didn't think he could play chess. Are you serious? He looks really sad right now. Yo, I wish, I wish yo, he, see his face. he busted my ass, and I and I had to reevaluate like his IQ yeah. at that point in my life. I was saying like, yo, he's really actually good at this shit. Yo, send me a link. I love you though, Shake. You know that link. Send, send me a Fuck link, you. Shake. I'll see you online. <laughs> The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. Peace, peace, peace. What's good, Sophisticated Ratchet family? Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ratchet. This is Mash, aka the Spew God, Drip, Drip. Please say the Drip, Drip, or don't say it at all. I have the honor and privilege of being tonight's moderator. I like to take a second to introduce my beautiful co host. I want to start with <laughs> Queen Mo. Mo, how you feeling tonight? Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Doing fantastic. So glad to have you a part of this beautiful, beautiful evening with us. Yes. So I wanted to swing it over to my queen, TJ. Queen TJ, how you feeling tonight, my love? What up? I'm here. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. I'm happy to be in the presence of you. I want to give a shout out to my man, Shake. Shake, what's good with you? Oh, shit, I'm not last this time. Hey, shit, homie. (laughs) What up? (laughs) Welcome to the the introductory club, bro. Hey, hey. hey. We got my man, Flash Philosopher. You want to give a shout out to yourself, King? Uh, Shout out to you. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. And my guy, my man, man Boogie, you want to, anything special you'd like to say to the people when you greet them this evening? Uh, I just want to say what up, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. I bet. Sounds good. Everybody, I want to start by asking y'all, why everything that's supposed to be bad make me feel so good? I mean, everything they told me not to was exactly what I would. So is that like, is that wrong? Is that, is that like make me the bad guy because everything that's supposed to be bad makes me feel good? Does that make me mm-hmm. wrong? Of course it doesn't make you wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're wrong. You're not doing it too much. I think bad is a perception, but... Mm-hmm. And it's not harming nobody. I mean, well, what was the fact? Because a lot of the things you like what you like, a lot of the things that people say I shouldn't do is bad. But I think those things are great. So, for example, you know, like this may sound wild, but unprotected sex is very bad. It's very bad for what may happen, but it feels amazing. All right. I don't know how many of you would agree with this or not. What's bad about it? Word. Who, said, who told you Who told you unprotected sex was bad? Unprotected sex is bad with multiple Un- people. See, see, here we go. So I think right. unprotected sex is bad because it puts you at risk of danger. Right. Defi- define danger. If I'm, if I'm only messing with one woman, 
and I know she clean. If the environment is and clean, I, and I want to have unprotected yeah, sex, or, yes, or even come a, through, come through, flash. You can put me in Why even have multiple wives? And and I know they all test it out. And I like having raw sex with my multiple wives. I'm not in danger. Oh, okay, okay, that's a different type of mm-hmm. lifestyle. Because I'm thinking in terms mm-hmm. of having to support those uh those decisions that you make after you make them because you may not want to make the the babies that come behind the unprotected sex every time that you have that you know so that's mm-hmm. what I mean in terms of like danger or maybe you will or maybe he does like yeah, it you, you, right. gotta, you, you gotta make your own danger in this world brother uh, <laughs> we making our own danger I, 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 pick, right. my own, I pick my own battles I don't got five women but I pick my own battles <laughs> yeah, you brave Flash I, you brave this nigga got a whole polygamous family in this fucking scenario an imaginary one nigga what when, when yeah, this happen that start with his fucking legacy family you got? I'm having raw sex with dick of the ball now that, that's just that's just hypothetical but if I had five wives we all we fucking roll I don't care that's just how we are let me ask you a question how how far into the relationship are you fucking raw, my nigga? Like how far like along are you dating a shorty and you is it okay to fuck her raw? I mean, back in the days, I ain't gonna hold you. My in my younger hoe days. <laughs> younger hoe days. There was I don't think there was a time frame. I think I felt everything out as far as like a woman. And I ain't gonna front. And it's funny too, because when a woman initiates raw sex versus a man, it is like one of the the ultimate like We've, we've ascended type of moments and shit. That's one of the nicest gestures you can ever get during it's like sex. It's a token. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. The feeling that's crazy when you, is when you know like, yo, you fucking with your, your girl or your, your chick or whatever. And you say like, yo, I'm about to, yeah, I'm going to get the condom. And she look at you. She's like, and she go, mm-mm. Don't worry you about look it. At her and you're like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have the condom on and she takes it off. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a conversation. Like once y'all have a conversation about... What's what? Then y'all yeah, should be that too. But the, not to everything that. is a conversation. You know Sometimes I, mean? I think everything. Yeah. Some things yeah. a, a mo- like an action is is cool too. Right. Not right. everything. Flash. When do you when do you know you get the green light to have sex? Like what's what's the green light for you for unprotected sex for you when you're in a not your polygamous relationship that you invented, but let's say you in a mm-hmm. a, a single relationship with one person. Like you decided. I feel, I, I, feel, I feel like back in the days for me that stuff came early because I feel like what goes through both mine and like my sexual partner's mind would be like this can't get any better but we know like yeah it could and <laughs> you know I mean I feel like there's that understanding from early but once again it's not that I jump into that but I feel like me and the partners who I would engage with there is that like meeting of the minds to know like yo this is this would be a blast without a condom uh, now nowadays I'm, I'm, my, my fault my fault shake I was just gonna say nowadays right. though I do prefer to like have my test and show my test like a hold that shit like a plaque on the wall type of shit like yo like just let you know like so if you get your shit then together like it's a great thing we could form what test in. you talking about like a STD test yeah I feel oh, okay. like I feel like of I course. feel like I'm because I know I more thoroughly do do my shit and I test myself out like I, you know, I tell a woman like, "Yo, I'm coming in here with clean balls." So, like, what's mm-hmm. up? What's mm-hmm. up? Yo, so you, so Flash, has there ever been a situation mm-hmm. in which you decided like, Shorty wanted you to um fuck it raw, and then you decided, and "Nah, absolutely, I, I'm not it, doing it." A hundred percent. And I feel like you got to. Why again, not? Was it the smell? What was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, what was the reason? <laughs> what was it for you? So I don't find every woman trustworthy. If I, I feel like if I can't, I feel like if I can't trust you as far as I could. See you. I don't. I'm not putting nothing in you worth of value. Mm. No, I don't mind engaging in sex and having great sex, but I'm not going to just risk it if I can't have some sort of trust for you. 
So you're not willing to risk it all, but you're willing to have sex. Yeah, I'm willing to have protected sex. Yeah, that's that's what protected sex is. Oh, protected sex. What are you more afraid of, the STD or the baby? Both. Nigga, both of them are are, are dangerous in, in, in my mind. I wouldn't I mean, want to have a. I wouldn't want to have a kid with a woman I couldn't trust. I was about to say that had to be higher on the mm. level than an STD. Well, he knows his danger, yeah. Mash. Right. That yeah. I'm not going to risk it if it's if it's just like a iffy thing for me. I'm good. Let me tell you something. You having sex raw all the time. You playing high stakes game. C- can I can I flip it back? You said what books? Now I, I wanted to like like my perspective is um like I I be having like um like I have a, um protected sex with a woman right and. I feel like once a woman allows me, like if I if I go in, like if I don't use a condom or if I go in unprotected and she lets me do it, that's my sign. I never really had a conversation about like having unprotected sex or sex. It's usually like just something that's, I guess, for me, communicated during it through, I guess, whether I use a condom or not and whether more importantly, she allows it, you know, because that that really is key. If she just opens up and just goes with the flow and that kind of shit. You know? I, so, 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 so Boogie, what does that look like for you? Like her allowing it? What does that look like for you? That sounds real graphic. And she, she's letting me rock. <laughs> Literally. Do you open the condom with your teeth or with like, your nails? You know women like conscious about that shit. Like if you've been having protective sex with a woman, she's going to notice when you take the condom off or don't use a condom or something like that. So if she ain't saying nothing, that's usually a good sign. For me, it's like, it's, it's either like the conversation that happened beforehand where it's like, she keep reminding you she on birth control. Like those conversations, like you know, you Facts. you know I want to tell, Facts. you know I want to tell, you know I want to tell. You like, what are you trying to tell me? What are you really trying to tell me? You know, you I know don't that. trust that though, bro. Like, I, I mean, I've had it's, that so, but that doesn't motivate me to like try it. Like, oh, I don't shit. trust that. I'd rather get that than like right before I get to have sex. You should talk about no, you don't need a condom tonight. What about when you fuck up? Wait, mm-hmm. what? Which mean you fuck up? Who fucking up? We did. Like you fuck up one time or you slip up one time and then, mm-hmm. you know, like the next time you're like, shit, do we, wear, do we use a condom or not? I mean, we already fucked up last week. There ain't week, no fuck you know? ups. There ain't, there ain't Once no the fuck condom ups. comes off, it stays off, bro. Fuck all that. <laughs> nah, I can't say that. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah, like, do we go back to condoms after? Nah, I never went back once I went off. You're too old for a fuck up. It's a conversation. I think you could be like, damn, you know, I ain't really expect that to happen. And it, it was in the heat of the moment. You know, maybe it is a conversation. For the most part, I agree with Boogie when it comes off. Like, the sex is better once the condom comes off. So what kind of conversation do we have where it's like we got to go back on that? That feels like a punishment. Like I just said wrong. I feel like there's nothing wrong with it and it is the best. But I know for myself, I've I've had women that express like, hey, you think we should go back? And then I get all whiny and shit like, why? No. I'm I'm curious about the why. Why would you want to go back? I've never heard of that. Um... Because they know you a hoe. Like just like concerns about her being pregnant or something like that? Well, I think it's like like TJ said, like let's say somebody that you just recently meet and something like that. And in the heat of the moment, that happens. You may not feel 100% comfortable with that person just yet. So it's like, ah, shit, that was a slip up. Well, let me For have sure. this conversation. Right. You know, know that this mm-hmm. was a slip up. I'm not 100% comfortable. Yeah, it happened. But, you know, until we get to that level, let's revert back to whatever. You know what I mean? So it depends. I've True. found it very That's hard true. to revert back. Very hard. Mm, like, I don't even hard. want to revert back. They don't want to revert back. It's like, <laughs> damn, we just fucked it's up. Hard. We fucked up. <laughs> we going to keep fucking up. <laughs> yeah, we just keep fucking up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that shit is hard. But do, but do you, if somebody does revert back, are you mad at the person? 
I'm not. Yeah. I'm mad at myself, yo. Time for my period. I'm like, oh shit, Lord, please forgive me, please, Lord, let me let <laughs> please, my period. God. Please, please, Lord, God. yes, please. You know, um, I be beating myself up, calling Mo, right, Mo? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. You know, you know what's crazy though. I, I feel like a lot of people want to have unprotected sex, but also don't. While they're doing that, they don't want to have babies and they don't want to use, um, you know, like mm-hmm. birth control, whether it's a male or a man or a woman that wants to use birth control. They don't use birth control. And we kind of just say, like, we can enjoy this act fully, even though we know we don't want babies, but we are performing the act of having babies and not, mm-hmm. you know, taking the the things you need to not have a baby. So, precautions, yeah. Right. yeah. So it's like, so it's like mm-hmm. you, you should wear the condom also because you, you don't want to have babies. But as you know, humans, we get so caught up in this feeling of being that close and being that attached. And that's a really good feeling, especially if you know, you can like go into that deep with somebody who you like, especially. And that's just what that's it is. That's the key. That's the key. Cause um, I want a baby. I just don't want a baby with everybody that I think I done been with. You know what I mean? I'm happy that God didn't, Bless me with a child with people that I, you know, maybe may have had an uh, intimate moment with, but, you know, it would have never worked. And it obviously didn't work because I'm single right now. But yeah, like you I want to be, baby, baby. but just not with it's everybody, not. you uh, know? Right. Exactly. So it's it got to be somebody that I really like, like you just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 makes having unprotected sex a lot easier. I tell you that much. If you like somebody and you could, you just gotta hope that nobody gonna do you dirty or not. I mean, but that's a whole other story. I mean, but, but that's whatever. across the board with unprotected sex. You gotta hope that the person ain't gonna do you dirty. Like, Word. You know, so it's like Facts. it feel bad, but you want to do it. So you know, what I mean, to each his own. But I have a, I struggle, I struggle with the difference between passion and addiction. Right. Because the things that, you know, you really may want to do or the things you really think are great for you, it very well may not be good for you. One of the things that I've learned in this research for this episode is that there's no exact definition for how we all agree addiction is used. Um, I think the term itself is overused and you just refer to like harmless overindulgence as like using your cell phone or like food or being addicted to sex, which a lot of us a lot of us struggle with sex in a lot of different ways as we can tell from the way this episode started. But um, in terms of like, you know, addiction as a whole, you know, it's, it's compulsive or chronic psychological disorder that forms a habit. I think addiction is a good thing if it's not harmful. I think that your addiction, as long as it's not damaging to yourself and the people around you, you could consider it a passion, but the minute it becomes a negative thing, I'm not so all for it. Um, I want to know what you guys thoughts or what your definitions of addiction versus passion is. Like, how do you define an addiction and how do you define a passion? I'm going to start with you, Shake. How do you define a passion? So um, a passion is something that you enjoy doing. You get you get the pleasure of doing it while you're doing it and you enjoy yourself while you're doing it. Now, as far as an addiction, an addiction is something you enjoy doing and you get something from doing it because you enjoy doing it. Right. I feel like so you just said the, the same thing. Is it because it's the same thing, bro? Like, uh, what well, you think you're you saying, you saying passion and addiction are the same thing, Shake? 
I'm saying passion and addiction can have the same definition, uh-huh. except the only difference is one gets a positive connotation and the other one gets a negative connotation. I okay. feel like once something becomes uh once something becomes negative to you, right. it becomes an addiction. Like for example, right? Gambling. My nigga, like if I like the gamble and shit, but I'm like this world class poker player. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I go to the fucking casino all the time. What do you see that as? You see that as a passion, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to tournaments and everything. But I let's say I spend the same amount of time in the casino, but I'm losing all the time. Now okay. this is negatively affecting my life, and now this is an addiction to me. And that's how we that's how we separate passion from addiction. Now would it be an addiction to you, or would it be addiction to the people who's looking at you? Like would do the people outside see it as an addiction? I mean, okay. at the at the end of the day, you may not be able to see your own. You may not be able to know the difference between your passion or addiction. And people may have to actually point it out to you. And people from the outside are always going to look in and they're going to see that, you know, this is negatively affecting you. And they're always going to call it an addiction, you know, mm-hmm. and nobody nobody's going to call it an addiction if you're winning, you know. Right, right. Yeah, shit. You, you, you claim. I don't know if you. It's up to you if you want to talk about it. But you claim you addicted to sex, right? Mm-hmm. So right. when you yeah, say, I'm addicted when, to sex. When, when you say you're addicted to sex, what do you feel is the are the bad points that come with being addicted to sex? <laughs> That's a really good question. And I also speak to that because you say the people around you might see your addictions. I don't see you as addicted to sex, but you see yourself addicted to sex. So I want to know for you. What is it that's so like, oh, what's that pain point for you? Before you answer that, Shake, I just want you to know that I also think you're very passionate about sex. I don't right. think you're addicted go ahead, to go sex. Ahead. <laughs> I think you're very passionate, but I would love to hear why you're addicted to uh, Shake. Yo, okay. So I feel it's a sex addiction. It becomes a sex addiction when you all, when you're always thinking about it. Like in my head, it's something that I'm always thinking about and I can't get it out of my head. Like there are certain times in my life well, I feel like I have to get it. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be upset. That right there makes it an addiction for me because I feel like so I give so much of myself. Like, let's say, for example, for example, when I when I um decided I was going to stop jerking off for a while, I started I stopped masturbating. I was spending like mad money on going to hotels with chicks or for the strip that like. I couldn't, I couldn't masturbate. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I should not have that much dependency on sex. I should be able to just not have to, or, or I should be regular even when I'm not masturbating. You know what I'm saying? Like I shouldn't be like doing all types of extra shit if Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know what I mean? So, so when you say regular, you really mean self-control. I should have more self-control. There it goes. All right. You're question. Right. Question. Then, how 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 long do you feel like you can go without sex? Or how long have like you without, ever gone? How long what, have you ever what, gone without sex? I've seen how you feel like you're addicted to it. Without self love. Yeah. Without without self love. There's a difference. There's there's a difference in the amount of time. Um. That's as true. far That's as. True. As far as without self love, my nigga, like probably a week, <laughs> a week, probably and a I will explode, nigga. Like, yeah, I just, I can't. What does your angry bro. look like when it, you haven't it. had it? What's your angry look like? Huh? What is your angry? What is what? 
What does your you angry like look attitude, like when you, get like, you haven't had it? And you're like, oh, I'm 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 mad, I'm upset, I'm angry. What does that look like? You get cranky? I'm stressed. I look really stressed. Like you could you could see it in my face that I'm stressed and I, I, I it's been a while since I have it. So like I have it I'm I haven't really explored that side of myself in a while, mm-hmm. but I get stressed out and it negatively affects me, which is the reason why I know this is an addiction. So at work you're on like you're on edge at work. When you're home you're upset. I'm yeah, I'm on edge. Okay. Yeah. All right, so haven't have okay. any of your partners ever pointed this out as an addiction versus in the passion saying like, yo, you have nobody's uh, nobody's ever pointed it out as an addiction because I'm really fucking good at it. So oh, okay. they would never tell me you were addicted to this. You should stop. <laughs> they just want more. They'd be doing themselves a disservice. They were like, they're just telling the drug dealer that his drugs are still good. That, that's what basically that's what that would be. Got you. Yes. Got you. Got you. Got you. Like, when I shake mm-hmm. something about like lack of self-control mm-hmm. um, in terms of addiction to sex. And that's what I think about in terms of addiction. Like it, there's mm-hmm. kind of a, a recurrence of whatever it is that you're addicted to, like you're continuing using it or doing it, whatever it is. And I guess is a lack of control in terms of addiction. And with passion, I just look at it as a strong emotional connection towards whether it be, you know, you working out sex, or something like that, but it doesn't have to be recurring in terms of that passion. You could be passionate about, I don't know, saving wildlife, but it's not something that you're doing every day versus whether you're addicted to whatever it is saving wildlife. You're kind of constantly doing it. So I look at, um, I look, I kind of look at lack kind of, when I look at addiction versus passion, I look at passion as just something that you have a strong connection towards and addiction is just something that is just recurring and it's kind of mm-hmm. out of your control, whatever it is that you're addicted to. So, right. so do you okay. associate addiction with a compulsion? Like you feel compelled to satisfy that, that thing versus a passion where it's less of a, mm. less of a instinct, I would say. It's more of a option a or decision to do. Is that, is um, that what differentiates it for you? In terms of a compulsion, I, I'm not sure if that's the right word, bro. Like, okay. I, like, no, I mean, I, like, I don't know the answer because of that. Like, if I could, like, for let's say um, for the gym, for example, I could be passionate about going to the gym. You know, I do my thing, I have a program, all that, and I and I progress and grow through it. I could be addicted to the gym, and I'm just going to the gym regardless of of what if uh, regardless of the positive effect it has on me. I'm right. going to the gym regardless, right, right. versus where I'm passionate, where I can like kind of pace it and and make it work where it doesn't have an effect it, where I'm just like growing in the gym and not having anything else affected inevitably. I see you. my addiction to the gym. It doesn't matter if anything else gets, um, right. Gets the results, the, re- yeah. the results right. don't really matter because it's just an addiction to actually going versus a passion where you have like a goal in mind that you achieve when you go mm. over some, time. Some people are okay. addicted, yeah, you know, for the results as well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, especially in the gym, yeah, like you want your body to look a certain way or plastic surgery. That's like you keep going yeah. because mm-hmm. you want your, your you want the results of, you know, bigger breasts or a bigger butt or whatever, a flatter stomach or abs right. or whatever. I actually want to pick apart something that Shake said since we are kind of picking on him a little bit. Um, oh, we mm-hmm. picking on Shake? No, nah, we just talking about addiction. That was a, no. Everybody was, was picking really off the things that he said to, to chime in, right? So he oh, mentioned if you're a, get him, get him. if you're a gambler and you're winning, people think yeah. that that's not an addiction. It could still be an addiction to me if you're winning and you're making a lot of money, but you're not eating, you're not sleeping, you're not 
you're not living anything else other than just gambling. To me, that's an addiction. True. Right. Even if you're making a whole bunch of money, Mm -hmm. but you have no social life, you're not eating, you're not drinking, you're not like, you're just, and that's what addiction means to me. Right, it takes over. It it just takes over your life and you're not able to do basic things like wash your ass and brush your teeth in the morning or like daily things that you need to do. If you can't do that, that's an addiction. Right. You know, you know what's crazy about addiction is like, like what she just said, like where, you know, like you win a lot of money, but you neglecting, like not washing your ass and all that. Does it matter how long an addiction lasts? Cause like, let's say like, obviously let's say in Vegas, you live, I don't know. I'm just thinking about how long an addiction lasts where like you're doing that for a month, a week, a year. Does it matter? Like, like, like that lifestyle that you was talking well, people about. People are addicted to I drugs mean, for years. Some people yeah, are addicted people to yeah, drugs I know, for I know years. Lifetime crackheads. Lifetime yeah. crackheads. Right. You no, know, I'm not that. saying that those exist, but should that be a factor? Is is what I'm saying. You know, obviously, like someone's doing frame? it for years. That that goes without saying. But if it's like six months, three months, three weeks, you know, depending. I don't know. I just that's just something I think about. Is it like is it a bad addiction if it's just temporary? I mean, I think if it's a couple of weeks, it's just. A, I think it can still, be. If it's a couple of weeks, it's, it's just a hobby. You would you wouldn't call it an addiction. It's just a hobby. A couple of weeks. I right. feel like you've been doing this shit for a long time, my nigga. You committed. Like you, you, the shit is ingrained in you. And to be honest, it may be up to that person to really acknowledge it. And, and that's exactly what they say in like AA meetings. Like you have to own that shit. Like I am addicted to alcohol. Like you have to own that. So I think it's up to like the person, you know, to really kind of define that. Cause you know, three days of me being off and I have no responsibilities. I might just masturbate all three days, not even leave the house, not even leave my bed. You know what I mean? That might be an addiction. You know, that is, that is definitely, that's that is only three days worth of discussion. That's, that's definitely worth discussing. Uh, a 72 hour addiction is not addiction. That's just you're just right. having, you're having a good so, time with yourself. Just abusing oh, myself. Say, right? <laughs> no, I was just going to say for me, like and I even kind of looked it up, like passion is basically and I kind of agree with it, a strong and barely controllable emotion, a state of outburst of strong emotion on intense desire, right? And addiction is a condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing or activity. So, um, however, but I do also feel like passion can become an addiction when, it's, when it starts to take over your life. When something takes over your life, that's like an addiction because now you can't control it in a sense. Like, like TJ said, like you're not eating, you're not sleeping, like you're constantly doing this this thing, and it's now has an impact on your life. So that's kind of how I um, look at I addiction. Hear an, a, I want to hear yeah. the definition for addiction without using addict in it. You know what I mean? I mean, lack of control is definitely what separates passion from addiction. Yeah, the up. lack of control is a good one. Yeah, so like the, that definitely the separates the condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. Right. Yeah, but it uses a, a addiction, like a di- like to be well, addicted to something. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's part of the definition. Like, that's part of the definition. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'll say for me, um, I feel like when I think of addiction, I kind of think of I think of like love, and when I say that, I'm saying like if you love something, you like you're supposed to take care of it. That's if you love something, and I feel like when you're addicted to something that thing is actually like taking care of you so you you might love this one thing but it's not that you're loving it with the sake of being able to control it it's more like it just has such a a high value in your life that you're that it takes care of you like it essentially like you need this it's, it's essential for your for your existence 
So for instance, like passion kind of goes out of it when you start thinking about it. Give me an example of something that you're referring to. All right. So, I, so I, I'll, I'll use me. Matter of fact, I won't even use me. I'll, I'll use, um, well, I, I use me too, but I, I feel like I'm addicted to love me personally. Y'all know I got a baby niece, my, my niece. I love her. She's adorable. Right. Best cheeks in the world. I love her. I feel like she's addicted though. I feel like she's addicted to what she sees in her environment, whether that, whether that be somebody feeding her, somebody holding her, somebody, you know, showing her attention or whatnot. She's addicted to those things because I don't think she, she has that cognitive ability to say like, this is a passion of mine or I like this or something like that. She's addicted to it because she needs that. So her only response is if she doesn't get that, she reacts. How does she react? She cries. Wham. She's, she's upset. And once she gets that, that addiction satisfied, she's okay till the next time that she feels that particular feeling of she can't exist without this one thing that she needs from whoever, her mother, me, uh, you know, her grandma, whatever. Mm, I don't know. No, that's just how I feel. That's how you feel. The reason flash, I don't don't look at that as an addiction. That baby, yeah, Yeah, babies have needs. (laughs) That baby analogy hit different. (laughs) Yeah, that that baby analogy. I don't know, bro. I don't think a baby knows what they need. (laughs) Right, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't feel like addiction is the right word to describe them wanting that. They may just like it, but it's like. They're not needing it every second. Or so, you know, I don't know. It's like no, a no, 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 often no, no, a baby no. cries because Bro. they they need something. Bro. Right, I mean, babies always they... need some, whether it be milk, hugs, you know what I mean? Babies like... cry because all they know is basic human needs. No, right. no, babies cry because all they know is baby. You can't, you Thank can't, that you is not Shay. synonymous with an addiction. That is basic human needs. Mm-hmm. I don't think babies could be addicted to needing stuff. But isn't isn't an addiction based on like what you know to be just like true for you? That's not addiction though. That's basic human needs. I, I can't really say for the baby it's an addiction. That's just my personal. Opinion. And, like the baby I has no control of that action. It's not like like that's like, that that to it, me is if, an addiction. You don't have a control of that action. That no, is no, exactly I mean that they can't they addiction. can't perform the action. Is what I'm saying. Like they can't reach mm-hmm. out and hug someone. They can't reach out and get a bottle or something like that. People who are addicted also can't perform the action. Saying hey, not all the time, but they have a hard time saying hey, I don't want to be addicted no, to this. No, people who are addicted to drugs can go and get drugs, bro. There's, they can definitely get the action they gonna find a way but babies can't be addicted to you say that but you but you're not speaking from the mind of somebody who's addicted and who really has that 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 what, what's the word i'm looking for where you're like you're so relying on something like you don't see that you can't just step away from something yet you, you you haven't seen addiction like how i've seen addiction I, i've seen addiction firsthand if a person had no arms no legs and they was dependent on trying to smoke some weed i guarantee you if they wanted to they'd find a way to get that shit done that's not that's not real addiction to me. if you have the choice <laughs> if you have the choice to back away from it just like that without it being like a hardship to you then you're not we're not talking about addiction you're talking about a vice that you can enjoy when you want to and you can step away from the table if you want to then we're not talking about addiction Wait, addiction is where like you don't have control. Like you're gonna get that, and, regardless. and that's what I'm saying. But you're saying you're saying that like that somebody can step away from it just by saying, "Hey, if I want to stop, I can stop." Then we're not talking about addiction. Then I'm telling you, you that can stop addiction. You can I, stop I'm not addiction, that you but can't. you have to have the willpower. Exactly, to stop addiction. And I, and and I agree with that. But when you say like, "Yo, you could just <laughs> snap out of it just like that," then I disagree that that's an addiction. Then I feel like you just had a vice, and that's just what it is. 
The addictions are kind of hard to break that cycle. I agree with that. Right. Yeah, I do. You can't really snap out of a passion either. Like a passion is not something you would easily just give up. That if you if you just easily give it up, that's not a passion, bro. Right. Like passions is something that you can't live without. You love it and you want it plus being part of your life. So is that now an addiction? I can agree with that too, to an extent. Yeah. I, I feel like it's easier to break than an addiction. Like someone can, you can be less passionate about something over time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a passion if you could just stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you really need to do this and there's a need for it. So is that the same as addiction? Yes. It's almost the same. It just depends on who's looking at it and how they feel their, how, what their perception of you is while you're doing it. And that's what differs between I, addiction I, I and passion a lot that. of times. Who calls out your addictions? Do you call out your addictions or do, do, or do the people around you, your circle or whatnot, call out your addiction? It should be you. Most of the time it's just the people around you. It should be you. How do you call out your how do you call out your addictions? I mean, most people don't usually realize their own addictions until someone else brings it to their d- attention. And that's why I said in those AA meetings, they say you have to say it. I feel like sometimes it's the other people that I feel like sometimes it's your circle. But if you, but if you really are in in tune with yourself, you know what you're addicted to. You just heard something. Shake Shake just told us what he was addicted to like 15 minutes ago, and he said that prior to even 15 minutes ago, he been (laughs) he been saying that shit. This whole podcast been out. You see, he he said that, but me personally, that's why I said I don't know if I agree with him in terms of sticking like because once again, if if I look at like what TJ was saying, where she was like, "Yo, you should be doing like harmful things to yourself." I I never seen Shake skip a meal. He still get to work. He making his guap. He 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 securing the bag. He. He taking but care he of might business. not do other things like he says. He's but that's why I feel, I feel like he enjoys sex. I definitely feel like he's spending all his money. He's not spending all his money. He's not spending all his money. Three hour motels. Is the three hour motels <laughs> shake? It'd be the three hour ones. That's a good question. I don't know how low That's you a go. good question. How low do you go? How low do you go? Because I was like, there's one thing I was thinking about. Like I like I don't look at it like even though addiction is kind of looked at as a negative term. I don't really think of it as a negative term if you could balance it. I, I don't think addiction is is negative based on what you decide. I feel like I do. I also feel like you can decide what your addictions are. Like I said, for me, I choose to be addicted to things like love. I choose to be addicted to things like family. I choose to be addicted. Addicted no, I'm to sorry. family? No, just, 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 no, no, just love. And I would say probably wins. Flash, you said love a lot of times. Well, I want to yeah, know what, what your definition you of addiction about? to love is. Well, when you wait, what you mean? As far as what you said, love you addicted to love. What kind of love are you addicted yeah, to? I'm a, yeah, I'm addicted to love, and and so this is my thing. So when I look at addiction for me, I'm saying to myself, what's if I didn't have this thing in life, I would be unstable, or I would feel unstable without it because I'm addicted to it in terms of the feeling and the the energy or the rush I get from it. So I feel like I'm addicted to love because if I didn't have this, my my life would be unstable if I didn't have love in my life. So I'm addicted to love. I'm addicted to the wins because I feel like if I'm not setting goals for myself mm-hmm. and I'm not attaining wins for myself, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna feel away about that. I feel like I choose those addictions. I might have other addictions that maybe I'm not naming or whatnot, but in terms of addictions that I choose to have, those would be two that I choose to have. When 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 I heard you say love, what I what I think of when I hear a person say that they're addicted to love, not 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 the basic human need that you say that you're addicted to, but as far as being addicted to like 
loving people, just falling in love with people very easily. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would think of when I when I say when I think of people who are like addicted to love. I don't so I don't think you're addicted to love. Then I think that's just a need that you have as a human being. We 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 love we love love. I mean, I I, res- I, I definitely support that definition. No. I, I'm addicted to love. You can't tell me I'm because I know I like I'm addicted love to too. love. I love That's love fine. too. That doesn't make me addicted. Well, once again, brother, I need you to take your umbrella that you're trying to put over me and just move <laughs> over a little bit. Because I don't fall That's exactly it. That's exactly what we're saying. You I define don't your addiction. You describe, subscribe me People to. have to I define know, their and own I'm telling you, addiction. Right. I have my own addictions that I know and I can and I'm telling you I'm addicted to that. You don't gotta tell me what I'm addicted to. You know what you're addicted to. That's basically right. just That's like he said he was addicted to sex and you told him he wasn't. He thought it was right. his passion. And I said, I don't think he is based on how he, in terms of all the other things around his life. And he just said that about you with love. Right. But look, I said, based on all the other things around his life. And what I'm telling you is if I didn't have love, I'd be broken. Broken. Mm. I'm talking, you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice me from how you know me right now because that's how addicted I am to love. I know that if I didn't have it, even, even if a week went by and I know I didn't have it, I'd be in such a, horrible place and you would be able to know like yo something is up with this dude like he and the love can come from anyone it can come from your daughter it can come come from from your niece anyone that's what I was gonna ask Flash are you talking about your family a female yeah yeah, I look at it in more than one more than one scope of like how I absorb love so I know for me love in general love in general general, right so if I didn't have that in my life which is a key thing for me knowing like I need that I need that I can't survive without that so if I don't have that I'd be a whole mess. I just that's that's me personally. So, bro, mm. bro. So, 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 so. If you down, if you down from love, my nigga, I'm gonna make sure I give you a five, bro. So you know, I, <laughs> a five and a hug. So, you, so you, so want to be a real dickhead about my I addictions? Know, that's huh? all you need to recharge, nigga. That's all you. That's all he needs to recharge. That's all he needs to recharge. Nah, that's you what just, you need, bro. You that's just, love, you, you bro. Just, High five ain't love. You just continue being my friend, and I know you love me, and it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, if you ever, don't even know how five. You're gonna give you high fives and snickers. You know what? I don't even play. I don't even mess with you. I don't even know how five. I don't want your high five. Believe it alone. Yeah, but that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Wait. I mean, so granted, does any does anybody else know what they're addicted to? Besides shaking myself. I'm not addicted to anything. I feel like I'm about to say weed. I don't think I'm addicted to anything. I'm like not that, addicted to, be to anything. I feel like no. I smoke weed on a on a regular enough basis. Um, where I feel like I could say I'm addicted to that. Okay, so um, so if they didn't have weed, you'd feel a, you you feel like a like lost, like you couldn't, you feel like a lost like at a loss though if weed was just like not available tomorrow. No, I guess that okay, I'm not addicted because I wouldn't like lose my shit. I I I'd be alright. All right, so let's 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 mm-hmm. put a hypothetical on it because I feel like you need some parameters, book. So I'm not saying that your world will break down tomorrow if there was no more weed, but you would definitely be perturbed. Oh yeah, I definitely make some calls. Like, yo, what the fuck? What are we at? I get my research on. I hit the spot up. I, you know, I do my research. But if it's gone, ain't shit I can okay. do. Let's let's be clear about that. I learn to grow though. I go front. I figure out where the to grow and shit at, and figure out what's going on over there. I'd explore mm-hmm. all options. This is what I'm saying. That sounds like an addict. You sound like an addict, bro. Yeah. That's not an addiction <laughs> that's, that's to me, though. That's not an addiction yeah, at all, folks. That's being resourceful. You know what I mean? You need it. You want it. You know, figure out how to get it. But that's that doesn't mean you're addicted. Yeah, as long as it ain't breaking shit. I mean, as long as like my I ain't go for a low my rent and my bills paid, I'm straight. But once that shit starts right. to fall, that's I, my addiction. I, you know, I'm not addicted because I wouldn't let the rent fuck up. 
So that's your yeah. bar. As long as you're handling your responsibilities, you can satisfy your addiction. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Once once I like start getting my hand on the bills and the credits are getting fucked up, that's when there's a problem. Okay. Once it starts negatively affecting your life, that's your balance. You ever took a break from smoking, Bug? Define brick. You have to sometimes. Um, where 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 you say to yourself, "Damn, I've been smoking a lot lately. Um, let me let me let me take like a couple weeks off just to like you know reset get my shit together because yeah, reset or whatever." I've probably smoked once one day, and then the next day smoked less. Okay. okay. The next day, not even for a week. My nigga, just the next day, I was like, you know. But doesn't it like you get less high sometimes, right? So you sometimes have to give it a break and then go yes, back like, at it. No? To be honest, today, like the, the L that I lit today, this is the first L I took in like 24 hours. I think the last time I smoked um, was like yesterday. So I, to get, keep it 100, I've been leaning off in terms of like trying to smoke less. But I still smoke. I don't think I'd ever go weeks without smoking just to go right. weeks without smoking. Okay. That's fair. I mean, so so you can look at it just like one of your vices, even as like sex. You might you know you might need a certain amount of sex even for like a week, a year, whatever the case is, just to satisfy you. But you don't think you're you're addicted to the sense in in a sense of like if it wasn't available tomorrow, like you're you're just like hopeless. Sex would always have to be available in some form of fashion. I could not go a year without having some sort of sex. I I use my shit. Okay, that's fair. I think we all be addicted to sex. This ha- well, not all. Most nah, people I, probably I, would. I ain't addicted to sex. I'm passionate about sex, but I ain't addicted to it. I'm passionate. I'm not addicted to sex either. You can go a year without having sex. Realistically, yes. I would die, but I would. I would. I can go a year without sex. Yeah. Uh, oh. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's no masturbation, just, no nothing, no yeah, orgasm. Let's take a minute to like dive, dive, dive deep, deep into this. I think I could go. Yeah. I'm I'm mm-hmm. not trying to go a year without sex, but if I had to, because like somebody bet me an enormous amount of money, I'd do it. No, no, it's oh well, I guess that's that, that that look. I'm true. telling you, that's how oh. I know I could do it. All right, so I got questions, right? So we're talking would about Would you be passion. authentic? Yeah, I would. In the would shower? You? And anyway. Oh. <laughs> I look at it. I mean, I would, I would look at it. I'm going to talk to him. Nobody's tell her, watching like, no, you. Stop. <laughs> We're not doing I this. I don't today. think that's realistically possible. Can you, can, can you masturbate no, or no masturbate? No, if, no somebody, masturbation. if somebody offered oh, okay. me a ridiculous large amount of money I to not masturbate, I have sex. No, it's not about you trusting me. I trust myself to do that shit. I got integrity, my nigga. I can do that shit. Keep that to yourself, Flash. You don't put that shit over my head. That shit ain't rocking over That nigga going to say that to me. Oh, I didn't jerk my meat. I didn't beat my meat today. Whatever. You did. Bill Clinton, that shit all You know day. what? Give me a body cam. Give me a body cam. Put the body cam. No, bro. I, we not giving you no body cam, cam, bro. Take it easy. I'm with a body cam for a year. Cameras everywhere. And you won't touch it? Says the guy that's in sex parties. Are you serious? You can't go to sex parties either. How about that? That's fine. This is the guy that would die without the love. He's just, What's the point of going to a sex party them. if you can't have sex? I'm that, not addicted to sex, so I know this right. is within me. I'm telling you because bro, I know me. You the guy who go die without the love, bro. I, I, I'm passionate about sex. I'm not addicted to sex. I respect what sex. you say, Flash. I just, I feel like I'd win that bet in a heartbeat. No wet dreams. If you dream about it, you lose the bet. I never had a wet dream. I feel in my like life. you can't control okay. that. Though. I never had a wet dream. I'd be just fine. Eight months in no. with no sex, you'd be having wet yo, dreams, bro. Yo, Flash, let me ask you a question. What would you do? What would you do to replace that love? Because I know how addicted you are to love. What would you do to replace that love? Because sex is love, bro. So what would you do to replace <laughs> sex it? Sex is love, bro. You sound all philosophical and shit. Number one, sex, <laughs> sex, is, sex is not love. Masturbation is. might be self-love, but sex is mm-hmm. not necessarily love. That's um, true. 
I so I'm gonna just let you know that. So I can, that's why I said I'm not addicted to that. And as far as like self love, I would just have to find other ways to show my, my self love that's not masturbation or something like that. I would just have to find other ways, whether it would be buying certain things for myself, dressing up nice, uh, going out <laughs> to places to eat. I'd be sad though. Don't get it twisted. I'd be like, wow, <laughs> what am I doing this for? <laughs> Yo, six months and you going to see some bad chicks walking around it. Yo. Nah, bro. That, that's that's what's again. Gonna be hard for no reason walking whoa, around. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, now a hard dick, a hard dick is not don't masturbation. Don't catch my side in the cold. If you said to me, I got to walk around with a year without having a hard dick, I tell, I tell you, I, I fail day two. That's impossible. Two days out. Two days out. I mean, that's natural. That's, that's a natural occurrence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when you say something that I, something that I, something that I can control, though, and right, I can control, control sex. I can control right. my ability to want to touch my touch my my, my dick if I want to like that's all within my control i feel you king i could do it but you got but the money got to be crazy though the money got to mm. be crazy i can't i'm not making it i'm not making it i don't think you're giving yourself enough credit as far as what you what you could potentially do <laughs> how, how much is crazy 10 100 million i need who who would bet they money on flash for a year Let's five do a, a, a hand for a year who would bet they money on on 10 flash million for a year. yeah yeah i would but i do it too for 10 mil <laughs> you got the addicted dude talking about he can survive a year for 10 million that's how I know exactly. I can do it and he addicted <laughs> he's addicted <laughs> I will go through programs and everything for how much 20 million for, for, for 20 million I wear a chastity belt you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined that in my head just now. I just envisioned you with the chastity belt. Real fast. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Camera come in as soon as they gotta release you for a piss. You gotta stay away from all soca fats. No bitches. Word. I can't. Word. not grind on no bombsy. Cause that's gonna be an instant that he can't control. Hell yeah. Cannot take the bus. <laughs> Cause we already know you got problems yeah, on the there'd bus. Be a, there'd be a group chat designated designated just for you. All the chicks who would follow you will pay bets on you who could get you to come first. They'd all Facts. would target you in practice, bro. It'd be crazy. Facts. Yo, real shit. You like the hot boy of the summer. But um, but no, I was gonna say TJ, you said you're not addicted to nothing, or you're not sure what you're addicted to. I would say, like, you sure you're not addicted to, like, cleaning and all of that other shit? Because I've seen your OCD go off and everybody trying to have fun <laughs> no, sometimes. I cannot. Oh, that's a good you. I cannot. You really trying yeah, to No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, like, yo, we yo, we be having fun. We'll, we'll, we'll sit there at, at like, friends, Friendsgiving or whatever we're doing. And, and yo, and I, I have to come to her and I'm sitting here like, yo, what are you doing? Like, and she's over there scrubbing this shit out of the stove. Like, I just can't. I just can't. I can't leave this here. Like, I'm sitting here like, yo, we're all here over here having fun and whatnot. She's just she's passionate she, about having a clean house. She's just very passionate. Is the yeah. passion on addiction? Pas- Thank you, Mash. I'm passionate okay. about having a clean all house, all right, all and right. I'm also passionate about um, when everybody leaves. I gotta clean mm-hmm. all this shit up. You know what I'm saying? So I like to clean as I go. But well, I know yeah. what you're saying. It takes me away from mm, entertaining right. and enjoying the company of my guests, and so I get to work on that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I don't think that's an addiction though that's not an addiction though that's just something I, agree. I don't think it's an addiction either Neither do well I. for me I, just, I felt like it was I'm not saying it was an addiction but I wanted to know because like I said if she has guests over at her house and she can't even entertain 
her guests because she's so busy cleaning yeah. every spot she sees. That's why I'm just like, well, what is that for you then? I know some people call it OCD, whatever. It could, it could be OCD. I'm not right. sure. I, I disagree so, with all could, of that. And, and OCD, OCD can be a type of addiction. It, no, and TJ no, it fit that is. definition. She'd be yeah. cleaning right now. Mm-hmm. She hasn't cleaned anything during this entire duration. So I don't look at that as, as anything because... Like, I'd be seeing that, like, yo, why she clean all the fucking yo, time? Yo, look at her face, nah, bro. Right? She got yeah. eczema on right now. She's literally cleaning her pores. Are uh, you telling all my business She's literally right now. cleaning her oh pores right she's now, bro. A... No, she's in the process literally, of getting clean right like, now. She, like, like while this stuff is on her face. She's addicted to cleaning. She's got OCD. And, and once again, she's not going to name her addiction. This is why I asked y'all. What's your addiction? Because sometimes people can't call out their yo, addiction. Yo, sometimes what's my addiction? I can't call out mine. Fla- I don't know what right. mine is. To be and, honest, and, listening to y'all made me think about weed. Like, that's what made me Flash, say that shit. Flash, what's my addiction, bro? Please help me because I think I'm pretty That's why I'm asking Flash. Like, I don't know if I have an addiction, so, to be uh, honest. Guru Flash, tell us what's what it is. Philosophy, yeah. please. What's, I, I'm trying to figure out what my addiction is, Flash. I, I really can't well, tell For more, I, I, I got to hang around more, more, more often in terms of her space. As far as um, mm-hmm. MASH, I would... I don't. I don't want to say you were addicted to like you know. I feel like maybe you could be a. Mm, no, nah, I don't know. Cause you're, I think the, the, the action figure. No, no. I would say I'd really. say more the action figures in the comics. I don't think it's an addiction though. That could you're probably definitely be not addicted to comics. Don't give him that. He's not yeah, addicted. That's to the it. thing though. I I couldn't be a hundred percent certain because I've seen I I see him accumulate like a lot of stuff from that that portion of his life. You said that very safe, and I think it's because you don't want to lose his love as a friend. Yeah, right? he has a he has a. A, a nice passion for comics. You mean like like a hoarder? Butter. You mean like a hoarder? He just has a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't want to lose it, but I'm not. He holding. He feel like he holding back. I know, but I don't want you to not love me anymore. No, no, because he's my because he is my friend. I don't want to. Th- maybe it's also me being biased because maybe I don't want to think of his his whatever he enjoys in life as his addictions. Because right. if I can see it as something that's not causing harm to him then I'm not gonna call it out and say like yo this is an addiction now, if I saw him doing something that I felt was harmful to him that's my job mm. as his friend to say like yo my man Preach King. You, Preach you, can't, King. you can't you can't do that to yourself Preach like King. I don't agree with that portion of, of your life and that's right. and that's what I feel like is a that's a better indicator for me to figure out like what's what do I feel like is an addiction to him? But that's why I said I can't I can't call that an addiction. I just see that as that could be a passion because I don't that doesn't fuck up his money. It don't fuck up what he's doing with his life. It it, it doesn't fuck up anything right. he's doing with his future. He just has something that he just heavily likes and that's fine. Like we all do. So can Mash, I be messy? So do you feel like I I agree it's not an I, I don't think it's an addiction addiction because like I know you carry on with your everyday activity, but you I know you're very heavily into weed. Do you, how mm-hmm. do you feel about that? You feel that that can be an addiction like, for you? I don't feel like that's an addiction either because I don't feel like I'm a slave to it. I feel like an addiction is okay. anything you're a slave to. And I try real hard to not be a yeah. slave to anything. All right, cool. You know, like as far as as, as far as weed, it's like you got to be able, well, at least for me, I have to be able to take breaks because I come from a family of like addicts. So in my mind, mm. it's like, Mm. I have to be mindful of that. That's a difference. Wow. Interesting. You know, so I always try to make sure there's some type of restraint that I put on myself to not go too crazy about this thing that I'm involved in, you know, so. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I actually learned that from you, Mash. I learned that from you when you said you take breaks sometimes. And I was like, yo, I've been doing edibles for mad long. I don't even feel like I get as high as I used to Mm. get, you know? And I took a break. And then when I went back at it, I was like, oh, wow, this is 
this is a nice feeling again, mm-hmm. you know? So I like the breaks. You know what you could be addicted to, Mo? M- maybe you might be addicted to social media. For all you know. Word. Pe- people don't even know that's a that's an addiction. And because we mm-hmm. have our phones so close by and we're in it so much, like people don't She's understand that, that could phone. be an addiction for a lot of people. And Come it's not philosopher. No, I'm I'm and I'm being real. Like you got people mm. that like live constantly like online and for like the the urge and that that FOMO shit, they don't want to miss out on on that next picture or that next this and that next that that somebody's gonna post, whether it's their favorite celebrity or whoever. And like right. some people are just straight up addicted to that. And we, they and we can't call it out because we we've seen the world just like love technology and have all these apps and games and shit in our phone. But in all reality, that that is still a form of addiction because you might not know how you would be without that one one particular thing. Or you're so reliant yeah, on that I you're f- not even sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like people call out their addictions. They, they I feel like people call the things that they love doing addictions more often than they do passions. Because I don't know. I feel like when you put the word passion on it, you have to, it has to mean something significant when this is just something you like fucking doing you. So people don't want to always have to put that label on it. So instead it would be like to them, it'd be an addiction. People don't, it's not always, it's not always something that you're going to go somewhere with. It's something that you just love fucking doing because you derive enjoyment from that shit. Like for me, for instance, I like playing chess. You know what I'm saying? And no, you don't. Shut seen. up. I ain't never played you do. I love playing chess. He busts my ass. I play chess. He busts my ass in chess. Nigga, come he, yo, see me. Come see me. I will bust your ass. Dog. Yo, I had no I idea. I chess all the time. What? Pull up with the smoke. Man, that, yo, he, that could he, be... look, he look dumber than he is. He can actually play chess <laughs> on some real yo, shit. Dang, I promise you. No, no, he's my guy. And I, and I love him. I mean, I don't know about how dumb, I don't know how dumb he look, but I do, I do know that I love a good chess game. But Shake, no, it's love, but I really thought because of how Shake looks in terms of, you know, he's my friend, (laughs) I didn't think he could play chess. Are you serious? He looks really bad right now. I wish you could see his face. He busted my ass and I I had to reevaluate like his IQ at that point in my life. I was saying like, yo, he's really actually good at this shit. Yo, send me a link. I love you though, Shake. You know that. Link, send send me a link, Shake. I'll see you (laughs) online. What's that? Send me a link. I'll see you online, dog. I'll see you a link. I'll see you a link. What's up? What's up? He he play like one of them dudes in the park that hit the timer every time. But 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 I say that to say this, right? Yo, a lot of times I feel like it's harder to find your passion in life than it is to find things that you're addicted to. And people don't really I'm I don't feel like everybody finds something that they're passionate about. And it's like I said, it's something that you love doing, but not everybody has something that you're passionate about. I think that finding your passion is really difficult. I think that it took me personally a really long time to figure out what my passion was or what it was that I felt passionate about. It wasn't until I started paying attention to the things that I'm really good at that I started figuring out what I was passionate about to, you know, try to piece those Uh things together. Um, One of the things that I learned in my search to figure out my passion was what am I the most interested in? Usually the things that I'm most interested in are the things I'm most passionate about and don't even know it. You know, that interest that you have, that's, you know what? That's what I think passion is. I think passion is an interest. I think passion is a fueled interest to 
do something. And whatever that thing is, you can be passionate about. But when that thing becomes harmful, I see it as an addiction. I think I think that's the best way for me to describe it, based on what you just asked. Why'd you classify that as harm? It's got to be harmful in order for it to be an addiction. Because that's what I associate with addiction. I say. I associate okay. addiction it has like a negative connotation with a, right mm-hmm. within a right. compulsive no. abuse or behavior. You know, that's that's when it becomes an addiction versus a passion for me in terms of the dynamics between the two. Because for me, addiction is associated with negative connotation. I can't think of a good addiction. Okay. Something that you mentioned regarding passion to me, the definition of it sounded like more purpose to me. Like I don't find problem a problem with me finding things that I'm passionate about or things that I would be addicted to. I think I have more of an issue finding what my purpose is or, you know, like people say your purpose may be, you know, something that you love doing like that. That's your purpose. Like that's why you're on this earth is to do the things that you actually love doing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like purpose and passion are, Kind of like they're different, you know what I mean? And I, but I, the way that I heard you use passion to me, that definition was like more like a purpose, you know? So you yeah, think finding I, I don't your, know if, I don't know if your purpose is your passion. Do you think finding your, do you think finding your purpose is related to finding your passion? I feel like you can relate the two, but when you, when we speak of purpose, like you, you, it's like you're saying, like, yo, I had this one reason why I was put on you know, this, this planet. And in all reality, you can have a bunch of reasons that you're fulfilling, but I guess whatever resonates the most closest to you that you feel that good about, then you're going to just say like, Hey, this is my purpose because it really feels good for you. And, and it could be a lot of shit that you can relate to your purpose. And other people might even say like, yo, this is your purpose in life. You, you, you know, you're built to speak to people or make art or do a lot of other shit. And I just feel like with passion, your passion can find you sometimes because I feel like in order to sometimes find your passion, you're supposed to kind of give yourself a lot of perspectives. A lot of people don't find their passion because they don't expose themselves to enough. And so they feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm just not passionate about something. I don't think that's the case. I think you just haven't exposed yourself to something that you, that you can confidently be passionate about. So if you, the more you expose yourself to, and the more like you grow like those synapses in your mind and shit, it's going to probably be easier for you to find a passion as opposed to being like, stuck in this one thing saying you don't have a passion at all and then being comfortable with that. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. I think you need to have a passion in order to have a purpose. You said you need to have a passion in order to have a purpose. Yeah. I don't think you can have one without the other. Like in terms of purpose and passion, you can have a purpose and not love it. Passion. You usually love it. The thing that you're passionate about, in my opinion. So I feel like love is what separates passion and purpose. Mm, that's true. Cause with passion, you're you love you have a love for like a deep love for whatever your passion is. Um, mm. I think it was Shake that said like um, it's not a passion if you don't ha- basically like have love for it, and it's like a deep love, you know. Like, and sometimes people do have passions and that they have to give up, and it's a devastating thing for them to do too as well. Like your purpose mm-hmm. could be to be become president. Like you've raised to like be in that environment, set like political office, but you may not be passionate about becoming president, you know, for hypothetical example, like, you're, mm-hmm. I don't know, you may be, you could be seven foot one at 16 years old. So people probably talking to you, like your purpose is to play basketball or some sports, but your passion may not be in that sport, uh, you know? That's, that's true. 
And at, at seven foot one, I ain't gonna lie. That I, I feel like if you had 16, seven foot one, you you definitely got a purpose in sports because you, you dominate basketball. <laughs> See, <laughs> dominating yeah. basketball. I think we mix up like purpose for something that you're just good at a lot of the times, and it's just that hey, we gonna we just gonna call it your purpose because yo, you're really good at it. And but that's not necessarily the case though, because I agree with you. Like your purpose doesn't have to necessarily be a passion. It could just be your purpose could just be something that you're really good at, but you you, you don't have to be passionate about that thing that one thing that you're good at so and even what you just yeah. said flash even if you're not good at something if you love doing it you can still be passionate about it like i could right like you could like mm-hmm. love playing video games but th- doesn't mean that you no, no, no i don't think you'd be you know you could be passionate about playing video games it doesn't mean that you're well, winning everyone well all right so, so for know, instance, like that. I, I feel i feel like i'm passionate about like cracking jokes and making jokes and shit like that a lot of people say like yo you should go into comedy i'm like no i'm not you know why because right. i don't want to do that as a profession you might see there's a purpose for me but I don't see myself doing that because that's not the lane that I want to be in. I don't want to say, I don't want to tell jokes for a living. Yeah. You're not that funny. That's a, anyway. that's a profession. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I don't crack jokes. Fuck. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just saying like, yeah, that that's a, people will probably see like a purpose in you that you don't see in yourself. In yourself. And, I was going to yeah. say, I don't, I don't even know what my, what I'm passionate about. And I don't know what, I'm, what my purpose is. I can't is. think that's of anything right now. I don't know my purpose. I don't know my passion. You I don't know any, I don't think I have any addictions. I don't get it. Like I'm just thinking to myself now. You passionate about wealth. You passionate about your your health. Mm-hmm. You passionate about right. a lot of shit. You just not you're calling right. it passion. You're, right. you're but a you good need, philosopher. Yeah. yeah you, need to, you need to think about the, you need to think about the things that, that surround you the most and which and where your mind gravitates to the most a lot of the time. Those are some of the things that you're passionate about. Like yeah, I think and I'm that's passionate I say, about like, maybe working out or something. There you I'm go. To yeah, I'm definitely passionate yeah. about the gym. Mm-hmm. You're right. definitely yeah. passionate about uh-huh. Noah, that's for sure. Right. Yes, I am. Definitely. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, look so, at that. Yeah, so you, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, you gotta, sometimes you really got to think about it like, yo, what am I passionate about? You know, <laughs> but Noah, Noah like, you, that's your purpose to love me, but you got mm-hmm. different passions and shit <laughs> you altogether. Know, you just you know, got to think, thinking I, about that. I think that we're touching on something really important in terms of us being able to identify those things about ourselves. You need soundboards to be able to help you point out the things that you overlook right. that you do so oftenly or so frequently, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That you don't even right. like see it as a no. passion or an addiction, you know, like, cause this conversation all started from it. It spun out from Shake saying that he was addicted to sex. And I've known my man's for a long time and I don't think he's addicted mm-hmm. to sex, but he thinks he's addicted to sex. Right. You know, <laughs> like, and I'm glad that he has that perspective about himself so I can be there to say, no, my guy, you are not addicted to this thing. You just feel real passionate <laughs> about it, you know, and yeah. having those people in your life to be able to have those type of conversations and have these dialogues that are really important because it'll teach you something about yourself you didn't even think about. That's so true. Um, that's absolutely true. Because sometimes you're so enmeshed with yourself that you overlook certain things. And like you said, you need that outside or that Thanks. sounding board to come in and kind of point things out or show you things. So, yeah, I agree with that. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest with you. All right, guys, wait, wait. We're going to cut this part out. But I'm going to tell you, I don't think I'm addicted to sex. I just say that shit. Stop trying to dig into that shit. I don't really have a good answer. 
Now you see why you need soundboards? You see why you need soundboards? <laughs> because you got people that's gonna, you got people that's gonna call you out on your shit and protect you from your dumb self when you think some dumb shit like that. So like, guys, no, I'm really not addicted to sex. I, I was just saying that. Just wanted to make sure y'all knew. Just saying, man. What was the purpose of that? Like we'll cut that out later. I'll cut that out. <laughs> dangerous <laughs> asshole. That's work for you to do it. No, I'm gonna expose him. I'm gonna expose him. I'm gonna expose that ass. Cut that shit out. Why, why <laughs> do you say that then? Tell us why you said that. What's the rationale? <laughs> it, it, makes it, it, no. makes it, it makes it easier to be a slut. I, I, I feel like <laughs> to, to make chicks agree with me about my, my sunniness they just be like you know what I know you're gonna be like that whatever for whatever I'm addicted to sex I run from a nigga that said he was addicted to sex I don't want shit you guys exactly. <laughs> I don't want the cop in the oh shit I'm like fucked you know like yeah. hell no if a nigga told me I he can't. was addicted to sex I'd be like oh great it's time for me to go I'd be wow. a little intrigued <laughs> to see oh if he's addicted maybe he's really good but fuck that I'll be digging for information but I know I'm gonna fuck Wait, with you serious what? I said I would definitely like if a nigga told me he was addicted to sex like it would intrigue me like like TJ said like I would ask questions like why do you think you're addicted and what makes you addicted but for me personally but I'm not gonna fuck with you that in any form of fashion, I'm not gonna fuck with you like that exactly I'm not. my luck I'd sleep with him and be disappointed yo shake shake that's exactly what you want bro that's exactly what you want you ain't trying to have no long term relationship you get yeah 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 I got you I got you shake <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yo, I got a question for y'all. Do, do y'all feel like crimes of passion are really like passion based, or is it just people being crazy or some shit? Give me an example of a crime I mean, of passion. I would need that like a specific about. crime of passion, like, like reference that on, like Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, like people that were like mm-hmm. eating people and kidnapping girls and raping people. Like that's stuff not like a crime that. of passion. That is not that's a crime. Not a that's passion. Insane. Nah, yeah, I, I would that's say a the crime of passion. Is that's a like mental this, illness. I think a crime of passion is like when you really like. I, I I see where you're going with this flash. Like more so. Let's say Lorena Bobbitt, she cut her husband love, dick like, off in the middle of the night. Her husband's like, but I don't think that mm-hmm. was a crime of passion either. I, I mean, I think that was she was, you know, in an abusive relationship, and I mean, mm. I'm not sure. That, that's why I asked. Mm. I, I don't that's, think that's, that's a something of, that you have to be really upset with somebody to do. Like that's right. not some. So why not just leave? Yeah, well, yeah I mean, I well, hate, yeah. I hate this nigga. A, she was a domestic violence, you know, victim, and it's hard. They leave, they come back, they leave. Yeah, supposedly he tried to rape her that night. You know right. what I mean? Ex- so that dick. Ex- that's yeah. exactly where the, pa- where the passion stems yeah, from. That's true. For, yeah, for the that's true. something to her. Do you know how calculated no. that is, though? To like, I don't even want to imagine that shit. Get that's calculated. Out of here. That's not like you tried to stab him in like his side and say, "Get away from me." It's like you literally had to wait for this person to probably be asleep or whatever. And then you, know, you had enough time to like pull she the cut, blankets back. She, she cut homie dick off, drove it into a car, and then threw it out the window. Like she has some passionate. mileage in between the body and the dick. Like she, once she severed the penis, she had some time to think this over. What am I do with this dick? What am I do with this dick? And then she threw it out the window. That's a crime of passion. Wasn't nobody strategizing with that one. Yeah, that's passion. passion. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. That's passion as fuck. <laughs> All right, yo, yo, bro. We can't get through this episode without talking about Oregon, bro. Oregon just legalized all kinds of drugs, bro. Yes, they they did. legalized everything. Huh. Okay. Well, no, no, no. They, like, they didn't legalize it. They they decriminalized the about, right? um, hard substances so they, such as right, heroin and cocaine. They decriminalized 
all hard substances. Right. Now, where? This Oregon? Is in Oregon. In Oregon. In Oregon. Mm-hmm. And like Oregon. they decriminalize it. So they just, like only for a little bit though. Like if you still carry a larger mouse, you can still get arrested for it. But if you got smaller mouse or like heroin or cocaine, you're not gonna be criminalized for that no long no longer. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. putting these little crackheads in jail is not gonna help anybody. It's, it's taking the tax dollars. So I get right. that. Put if it's a small program. you're addicted, you need to be in programs. Right. Yeah, you Put shouldn't them in a program. be uh, you should be rehabilitated. You, know? right. you shouldn't Correct. be uh, criminalized mm-hmm. for like small amounts. If you're selling it, that's a, that's a, that's the crime. So I get that in that sense. I feel like mm-hmm. this is a good look because it's like so many people that's in prison because of shit like that. So it's like self to get course. motherfuckers out I of I feel prison. like it's a you good look I mean? if it does something for the people who are wrongly convicted for the crimes associated with that. That's right. when I think I mean, it's a good look. I mean, like, definitely doesn't ad- I mean, um, it, address the, the past crimes. I'm just, you know, obviously thinking about yeah. for the future. People don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. To be honest, I'm pretty thing. sure... O- yeah, my fault. I'm shape. pretty sure Oregon, Oregon has pretty much let go of anybody who is guilty of the crime already. So it was already like decriminalized out there, but they actually made a law for it to be decriminalized. I don't think now. that's a fact, so, bro. Like in terms of retroactive release of of criminals, he wants it to be a fact. So I mean, so that, bad. that would have to be entertained, though. If that was put in effect, yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a thing, bro. No, no, don't. But to be honest with you, think about it. When COVID came around, they were letting go a lot of people. Now, I promise you, I fake news. When COVID came, they were yeah, letting go a lot it, of people who are non-violent offenders. Fake news. There fake news. Go. I need a link. Give me a link. No, seriously. About, Give me a link. Yeah, me a no, link. they did. It was non-violent offenders. It, okay, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were letting people go. Okay. They were letting people go. Now, a state just made all of these things not illegal. So I'm pretty sure that they let those people go. Mm. I don't know about that. I mean, there's definitely people that's going to be fighting for release once they hear these news anyway. So I imagine that they will. I think Is it's, that a negative thing or a positive thing? I think it's positive if, if, if you can make sure that the people who are wrongly convicted are released as well versus the people who are just won't get, re- get convicted for it moving forward. I think Is that, that the way the law works, true. though? It could. It could be going to take so much time thing. to like reevaluate all those cases. It's not realistic, but that is. Well, that is not talking about the law. He asked me. Yes, he, retroactively. Yes, he, I, I wasn't speaking to the effect of how the law works in the real world. I was speaking in terms of what would make it right to me. You know, okay. to me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it would be right if this law was moved forward and no one gets convicted for it, and we also went back to expunge the record of the people who are wrongly convicted for it in the past, mm-hmm. because I feel like. The weed industry currently makes billions of dollars. And before it became a, a industry, my black people were all criminalized for that same product that we created in this country. So, you know, I think mm-hmm. that that needs to be discussed if we're going to talk about what's right and what's wrong with the change of laws. But I'm glad mm-hmm. Oregon is on their way to do the right thing. That's what's up. I feel you, though. Yeah, so question, though, do, do y'all feel like with, with, with um, litigation and laws that happen like that, do you feel like that opens up the door, the gateway for people to become more addicted to to drugs and the so-called war on drugs? Or is that just like a like what do you feel happens? People's going to be addicted regardless whether it's legal or not. That has nothing to do with it in my, as far as I'm concerned. It could. I think it opens the door to have a conversation about what people do to struggle with getting through life. Because, you know, we all self-medicate in different ways. You know, let's have a right. real conversation about right. what self-medication looks like. Because... <laughs> Niggas do drugs. Niggas drink. Niggas have sex. Yeah, I agree with that. But it mm-hmm. also can, but it also can open up. Um, at least in my opinion, flash it could open up people to begin to do drugs because now it's a little easier access. You know, okay, I could do, I could have this little bit on me, and then you know, 
continue to do that. So, I mean, it's twofold. Right. I think the people who do drugs have already been doing it with or without the law's permission. That's exactly. true, too. True. That's true. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying, right. like, like cocaine <laughs> would be available regardless whether it's legal yeah. or not. That ain't going to change opinion. the... If you really wanted to get that, you know, it would not be hard think to get. About, you know what most people think about when they think about drugs being legal or not, like, being criminalized? They think crime. They believe that people are going to be, more people are going to be addicted, which means more crime in their neighborhoods. People are going to steal. People are going to do what they got to do to get these drugs. So a lot of people have a lot of negative connotations about people legalizing weed. Or not weed, but like drugs in general. I even mean, that's been too. going on even when the, when they had a war on drugs. I feel like I feel they like, realized. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. My fault. My fault. My fault. But I was going to say, like, I don't feel like people are definitely like the the best like fortune tellers when it comes to that stuff. Because I feel like you got places like Portugal. They decriminalize all drugs, hard drugs, mushrooms, weed everything because they had such a and they did have like a high rate of um a, a drug users and abusers and and maybe people who were even addicted to that stuff and with them actually opening the the law up on decriminalizing all of that stuff and making it legal for you to do whatever drug you want over there the rates of people that actually were either fall into you know drug based debts and all this other shit or even like people that were getting checked into maybe even uh, being addicted or, or whatever. All of that shit went down. All of that shit went down based on them just opening up the borders and say like, yo, all drugs are legal. Like, do what you want as far as, 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 far as your vices are concerned and drugs. So. I mean, there was no control. That's the thing though. They, they, but they gained more control over that war on drugs and the, and the morality rate and all that shit that was going on by just saying, hey, it's, no, it's out of our hands. Like, do what you want. And they saw the numbers go down as far as like drug related crimes and all this other shit that just went down that comes with decriminalizing and legalizing certain drugs or whatnot. That's why I say like people will say a whole bunch of shit, but until somebody like puts it to in, in the perspective or in a, into a, a framework that, that where somebody tries it, it's like, Oh, well shit, maybe people were wrong. Like we really don't know what the fuck we talking about a lot of the times. So I, I'm glad that Oregon is trying that because we can see what's going to happen from that standpoint of that state and what they're doing with decriminalizing all of that but shit. But you're saying it's possible that, that like, even with drugs being legal, that it's not going to shoot up in terms of drug usage. Like, motherfuckers will be legal, but motherfuckers will be chill about it. Right, right. Which is realistic. I, I, okay. yeah. mm-hmm. I do feel like there's that, that whole Pandora effect to drugs where people feel like, oh my gosh, like, this is illegal. This is not something I should be doing. So you know what? I'm going to go see what this is about. And I, I, and I feel like once you take that that off the table and you just let it be a regular thing or just like a, we're not going crazy about this. Like people think people start to think twice about what drugs really are. Because for instance, I don't look at like Tylenol and all these other shits, uh, Vicodin and all these other shit as something crazy. But, um, some people do, some people get addicted to that shit, I guess. I don't know. But, um, I don't look at it as nothing crazy. That's me. And there's enough drugs out there. The environment plays a big part. And then like you said, cause when we was in Amsterdam, when, uh, He's just talking about smoking the joint in front of the police. It was like, you serious? It was like, yeah, you just smoked the L right in front of the police. You're like, why would you get me in trouble like that? And I was like, nah, this is what you do out here because it's not illegal. And it, right. it, it makes people either who are going to do drugs, do them. And the people who wasn't going to do it, they, they good. You know, it's not like, it's like chaos going on over there because no one's over there policing drugs. Because if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And if you're not, you're not. And, you know, that's just the way it goes. We just happen to live in a society uh-huh. where it's 
is demonized because someone has an addiction and someone is able to control that and someone who isn't. Uh, this is weird as fuck over here for some reason. Oh, I definitely know why. It's all race-based, bro. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. on drugs or something crazy. Hell yeah. That goes without saying. That's a fact. But, um, yeah, so this is episode of Sophisticatedly Ratchet. I want to thank my team for getting together to talk about passion versus addiction. I love you all. Yes, thank you for tuning in. You can catch yes, us on iCloud. Oh, iCloud, what the fuck is that? You can catch us on iPodcast. You can catch us on Google. Catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on all the major platforms where you get your podcasts and information and media from. You can catch us. We love y'all. Anybody want to say anything special to the fans before we let them go for the night? Um, please email us. Actually, I do want to plug that. Yeah. Like, please yeah, email us. It's podcast at gmail.com. You go. Yeah. You go. You can also catch us on Instagram. We do a fantastic job of throwing ourselves out there to you, so you can catch us. Yeah, catch us on Instagram, Facebook, underscore Ratchet, or Ratchet. We'll have yes. the descriptions on the YouTube and the uh, podcast information. Yeah, we would yeah, love to tweet hear from us you because all. Shake, Shake handles our Twitter. So tweet yeah, us. Yeah, tweet. so definitely give him <laughs> something oh, to do. Someone please tweet, tweet us anybody. <laughs> just just say hi. Just say hi. We need to give him something to do. Thank Seriously, you. So- just chilling in the fight. Play it back. All right, y'all. We love y'all. Man. Peace. Have a good one. Asshole. Hello. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>